From the Ticats Audio Network, this is Task and Twos. Hey, Ticat fans, welcome to the Task and Twos show. I'm Luke Tasker. I'm joined every week by Andy Fan Twos. We are now at the halfway point in the Ticat season. And time flies with only 14 games, Andy. This is uh, this is crazy. It feels like we just uh, started our Ticats Audio Network team and got this thing up and going, and now we're we're uh, halfway to the to the playoffs. Um, I'm up Isn't in Alaska wild? still, and you're you're back in. Uh, you're, this is a good afternoon for you. Good morning for me. Uh, but yeah, man, it is wild. I, I, I and being up here, missing these uh, two games that I'll have missed. It's like, man, this we're almost getting ready for playoffs here. <laughs> yeah, the weather's changing. Uh, the team's starting to fire. So it's it's you know nothing like September football leading into the playoff stretch. So yeah. Um, going to be a good one this weekend absolutely yeah the weather has already changed up here by the way we've had snow like for five of the of the five of the days we've been up here in alaska for my sister's wedding it's 20 degrees outside uh fahrenheit so you know negative 10 or something like that celsius outside here and uh yeah it's full-blown winter uh, almost already um but uh how, how's everything going there man i love the broadcast in the last game we're still prepping for uh for uh, Montreal here, but uh, how's uh, how how are things back uh, back home? Yeah, yeah, really good. Um, it's uh, I've I've also been on on the road a lot the last few weeks with with a few weddings in the family, and uh, but now kind of back in town this week and looking forward to the game, and then heading out to Saskatchewan next week for the Plaza of Honor day. Yeah, and then I'll be back for the for the Thanksgiving game. So I'll, I'll see you, you know, like about ten days or so. That's fantastic. So what day? What day next week is the uh, positive of honor? Um, so the gala is on a Thursday, the Thursday night, seventh, yeah. I believe, and then uh, and then there's a few other smaller events during the 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 days following leading up to the game, and then we'll be uh, recognized at on game day as well, which is the Saturday, the ninth. Man, that is awesome. The, uh, our guy, our, uh, Ticats great Andy Fantuz is also a rough rider great. And he will be on going on the Plaza of Honor in Saskatchewan, I guess, similar to the, uh, to the wall of honor in, in Hamilton. And man, that's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see, uh, see some coverage of that or, uh, and certainly to hear about it from you on the next task and two show. I mean, you're going to be, you're obviously going to be, I mean, they're going to have you doing stuff and talking or whatever and going to, like you said, the gala or whatever, but it would be sweet to get some uh, some uh, Ticats Audio Network coverage there at the uh, Plaza of Honor, a little little uh, speaking, like a little behind the scenes with the enemy's uh, uh, honor. That'd be cool. But, uh, <laughs> man, that's uh, – Yeah, that'd be cool, man. Well, man, congrats again. I don't want to – I don't want to uh, – I don't want to uh, make you go too in, too much into that. Certainly, the week after, we'll 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 uh, hear all about uh, what that kind of experience was and uh, and uh, what it was like out there. So, very cool, excited for that, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we're uh, going to be nice to see some old faces and friends. It's still a lot of my teammates that I played with are in the city um, in Regina, so I'll uh, get a chance to see some faces I haven't seen in a long time. So I'm really looking forward to it. Fantastic. But, but yeah, we've got uh, – so looks like we got a few guys getting healthy for this week. 
Yes, Speedy B and Mazzoli, uh, as well, and Braylon Addison. That is a great name to see uh, to hit the lineup. He obviously hasn't played yet this season. His last game was my last game in 2019, so <laughs> he's been uh, he's been out of it a long time, and really really happy to see him healthy again. And I mean, this is going to be very different. Like, so Mazzoli was it played in the in the early on in the season, but that was different, man. That offensive line was really really struggling. Uh, there was really just a lack of sort of cohesiveness uh, across uh, all three phases at that time. You know, the Ticats have tightened some things up specifically in defense and, and special teams. And uh, with w- the time that Watford's been in, the offensive line has made improvements as well. I mean, we this is going to look like an entirely different offense from what we've seen the last two weeks, I would expect. What do you think? Uh, certainly. Um, yeah, like getting getting those – those big names back is, is uh, going to change the whole dynamic. Absolutely. So um, we'll see how the playbook gets affected and, and the play calling with, with those changes. And um, what, what was your, what, who would you compare Braylon Addison to? Cause I, you know, obviously I've seen him play and, uh, but I never was in the locker room with him or in the meetings room, meeting rooms and practice field. So what kind yeah. of player is he in your books? Like he's, I know he's one of the greats in the CFL. Um, yeah, give me a little insight on him. Yep, he uh, he's a really, really great route runner. He's not a burner. I mean, he's very he's got great speed, but that's not his. He's not like Speedy B with like it's not it's not like the speed jumps off the uh, jumps uh, you know off the film. He's got good speed, but he's just a really, really good route runner. Like I don't know, like he's just the kind of guy he's going to be able to get open on any on whatever coverage. He can win his route no matter what. Uh, I also think he's got a little bit of that, like, uh, I don't know, like innate, like CFL slot, uh, uh, at like a bit, the ability to see the field. So he could, he's a really good guy at wrapping a will linebacker at, you know, feeling that, feeling that space between the halfback and the under coverage and just kind of, you know, he, he can, he can, he's kind of savvy and smart in that, in that, in the low zones. Um, but at the same time, like he's a threat downfield too. Like he really is. Uh, I mean, a healthy Braylon Addison is got to be. I think uh, you know top three receivers in the league. I mean, he's that kind of he's that kind of player. And if he and Speedy are both healthy, I mean, you and I have been talking for the last four weeks that we've wanted to see, we've wanted to see the passing game open up. You know, like you're, like the true classic Tommy Condell passing game that you and I played in for all those years and with these three guys back in there, I think they're going to mix up the receiving group too. It seems like they'll maybe have a, 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 a all uh, American receiving crew and they'll have to make their changes accordingly like that. But, you know, I, I think that they got to be scheming up some, some, some aggressive uh, passing offense. And w- what we've seen in this, with the success with the games that the Ticats won was not that. It was really a more controlled offensive approach, um, you know, taking what you can get kind of an offensive approach. And I'm hoping that Braylon, uh, Speedy, and the rest of those guys gives Masoli sort of a new, uh, a new energy to, you know, make some strikes downfield. I think we might have a very exciting game here. Well, it's certainly some high praise from, from someone like yourself when you were describing him sounded a lot like how I would describe you as a player. And uh, so I don't don't think we were all that, we were all that dissimilar. He was certainly faster than me, but the, uh, but he has a, he has got a very, very smooth 
break like at the top the top of his route. You know, if he's gonna if he's gonna shake to a to a post route, he's a, he's got a very smooth little waggle with his shoulders and head, and, and to really accelerate to that post. And, and just he's just an exciting guy to watch. Very very happy to see him healthy again. Yeah, that's great. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's time for the offense to sort of contribute on their complimentary football and uh, and take some pressure off the other two phases. Um, but not only that, you know, when we when the Ticats face the powerhouse teams in the league, they're going to need all three phases clicking. And uh, so, got to start practicing now. <laughs> want to get the you want to get to by the end of the season. Yep, absolutely. You're right, and and it was like a little spell there of a couple of games where, you know, sometimes it, I mean it's it's a real blessing in professional sports if you can win a game while you're while you're still figuring yourself out. I mean, because the Ticats have been able to pull off wins while they're not firing on all cylinders, you could say, and when they're dealing with adversity, like no no doubt about it, it's not like uh, it's not like it's just bad play out there. They've got some real adversity in the injury. Uh, in the in the injuries and how they've uh, worked uh, shaken out the season, but you know they've been able to win games uh, with with not really mistake free or super perfect execution football. So to be able to do that in professional sports is just amazing. I, I mean, I can remember years where it was like it it felt like it was going to take the perfect game from us for us to win to win. It's like any little error here or there, what you weren't going to get away with it and. Uh, the Ticats have done it a few times and, and now they're looking like they're starting to shape into the team uh, that they were meant to be, you know, on paper prior to the season and prior to injuries and adversities and all that. And, uh, excited to see that. I, I would make this prediction. If I, if I am Tommy Condell, I'm going to try to get the ball into Braylon Addison and Speedy B's hands in the, no later than the first two drives of the game. You got to get those guys involved. If, if Braylon Addison's coming off of uh, 22 months, 20, 21 months of no uh, game uh, action, right? So I think you you got to get you get him involved early on. You let him get tackled. It's been a long time. You, you know, you let him get the feel uh, in it because because you need you're going to need these guys throughout the game to make plays. And uh, I think that for Masoli as well. Just having, just having some, just having, just mentally having those guys he trusts out there and having more options. I think we get this, get this thing going quickly and get the ball in your playmakers' hands right away. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's uh, it's great advice if if coach is listening. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, you know, I think we, I think we learned it from him anyway. So I'm pretty sure he knows that. Exactly. <laughs> I told you, Tommy Condell was always great. If I, if I ever did something in a game. You made a crucial error, a fumble or a dropped ball, really in particular. I I always felt like the ball came back to me quick, and I think Tommy was that way. I think he would. I think he recognized that you kind of need another. You kind of need a small win, right? A little catch, a little to get that first down to sort of shake the monkey off your back after you've done something that was, you know, you made that mistake in the game that was harmful. And I maybe it maybe it was a coincidence, but it seemed to me like that was that was his. Uh, that was Tommy knew that about me and about the psychology of a receiver that you come back to them quick if they uh, after after a little bit of adversity so we'll see it I'm sure we will and I'm very couldn't couldn't be happier for Jeremiah that he's that he's back in and and healthy again and uh particularly after he had you know his last season was ended with an injury and then he you know right away gets one this season as well so 
good good to see him uh, back out there. And he's got a new, you know, the team is new from when it's different from when he from the two the first the early games that he was playing where there was kind of struggles all around. Yeah, yeah, it's great to see him back. So hopefully, getting those guys and getting a couple completions, we get the crowd into it as well. And uh, you know, it's going to be a big test. Montreal, yeah, they got uh, they got a lot of firepower and. And they've sort of been playing like kind of hit and miss this year with their game, similar to the yeah. Ticats. So if both teams are on. It's going to be it's going to be a dog fight. Well, it's cool because the uh, we're at the halfway point in the season for most teams. The and this is a big big week in the East. Uh, Toronto has Ottawa. Hamilton has Montreal. And it's the you know it's sort of the lower half versus the upper half of the East. So if if Toronto and Hamilton win. Their game when their games, it, you know that that divide is getting uh, pretty drastic uh, between Montreal and Ottawa and Toronto and Hamilton, and you know it was it's setting up like it has so many years, like it seemed like it did so often for my in my career, setting up that there, there is a crossover, you know there is a potential for a crossover. It looks like uh, obviously too many games to play still, but if the season ended now, it'd be very tight. Um, so that'll be interesting too, and of course, if either either Toronto or Hamilton drop this game, you know, then that then that that divide becomes less clear. Uh, but but Toronto and Hamilton are, seem to be the ones going that are going to be battling for for a bye week right now. Uh, again, with a lot of games to play, but really huge, huge, huge uh, week for uh, the East Division here. Yeah, shaping up to be a good good finish down the stretch. Yeah, man. Well, how was Andy, the, uh, how was the wedding? I was about to tell you, you'd love this, man. So the wedding was fantastic. It was at Big Lake, Alaska. Um, that's it's north of Anchorage, uh, south of Denali Park, and so you know, like my sister and and my brother-in-law Jake were up there. You could see Mount Denali like in the background, at, like at the altar. It was out. It was an outdoor wedding, and it was like, <laughs> let me think here. I guess that would be like uh, I don't know, uh, twelve degrees, and we were all outside. Uh, I unfortunately like missed most of my sister's wedding because i had to t- I walk taking my kids out of there they were going crazy it's too cold all that the uh the wedding was beautiful fun party we had a great spot at big lake but after that we drove up to uh we drove up to uh uh denali or uh, telkeetna alaska which is like right up right south of the denali park and so Denali is huge. It's right there. It's like 200 miles away, but it's, it looks like, you know, it looks like it's, you're right underneath it, but we take a little propeller plane. This is the coolest outdoor. I mean, of all like the excursions and things that I've done and anywhere, uh, you know, uh, uh, Everglades or out in, in the uh, uh, scuba diving oceans, hikes, other mountains, rivers, uh, you know, Lake Louise. Uh, th- this was, this was something entirely different. We take a propeller plane from Telkeetna and you fly into Denali and there's like 10 people in the plane and you're, you got a headset on and the pilot's explaining things as we go. Uh, and our pilot, she took us down, like we lit, she's weaving through these like granite rocks in these, in these canyons. And this is, Denali is a thing of its own, man. Like there's a, there's a cliff there, the great gorge, and it has like a 5,000 foot granite wall. Like, it's just a, it's just, and that's, this is just a little foothill. Like anywhere else in the world, that would be the, the feature, right? Like that would be the national park, this granite wall. This is just one of the many little foothills leading up to the 20,000 foot mountain. And the difference, and the, the crazy thing about Denali is it starts at like sea level. Like Telkeetna, the city is like 300 feet above sea level. And 
Denali is 20,000 feet. So the, you really get a sense of the magnitude because you're cause it's such a drastic change. Uh, we shoot, you fly all the way around. You land on a glacier in the valley of, of Denali at like seven. Uh, I want to say they said we were at like 7,000 feet when we landed at like the, the height of the glacier. But we were, we were out walking on a glacier, watching these planes come in and out of there, standing under Denali. It was the most, it was the most incredible like na- uh, adventure into nature I've ever done in any capacity. It was mind-blowing. It happened to be Jenna's birthday, my wife's birthday, the day we were uh, there, too. It was just absolutely fantastic. Really worth, really worth the trip and, worth the, uh, and much better than the, the plane ride from Chicago to Alaska with my uh, children on it. <laughs> the, the propeller plane was, was much preferred. So it was great, I'm, man. I'm looking at the uh, map right now. And so I'm putting things in perspective and uh, yeah, it looks, looks pretty incredible and spectacular. Yeah, my, my parents actually went on their honeymoon in Alaska. So. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. But I have never been and it's on the bucket list. Oh man. Telkeetna is where my brother in laws from. It's a tiny little town with little shops and stuff, but really it's, it's just the land. It's just the starting point for airplane tours or uh, there's a zip line tour. We weren't able to do that, but you can do, you know, there's all, there's every, every way you can interact with Denali park. You, this is, you know, that's where you can do it. But of course, hunting trips, fishing trips, you can take up in there and stuff. And boy, it was, it is something else, man. The size of that mountain is, is entirely different from it. I've been to Colorado and uh, uh, the, the Rockies out there and it's just entirely different. You know, Calgary, of course, when we went out to uh, uh, Lake Louise and all that and, there's just something different about this mountain. It is, it is mind blowing. I still can't get over it. The, uh, but that was great. We took a, uh, took an ice plunge into the, into the lake at big lake after the, it was actually pretty late night after the wedding. So that was a good, uh, a good Alaska moment as well. I, uh, I initiated that. Um, and, uh, you know what, now we're back in Anchorage getting ready to sort of end the trip and say our goodbyes here. So the, uh, the next challenge for me is the flight home again with three, with three kids. And I'm, I'm mentally preparing myself uh, for that. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah. It's a massive park, man. It's like, it's just to put it in perspective, people don't know. It looks like it's around the same size as New Brunswick or like Arkansas or Maine. Like I think it was, uh, I think Denali park. I, I, I want to make sure I'm getting this right. I think Denali park is, is bigger than Sweden. Uh, Switzerland, sorry, not Sweden. So, yeah. Bigger than Switzerland uh, as a, the entire country. Denali Park is that size. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's really like, it's hard to, it, it is really an incredible, incredible uh, thing. The, uh, yeah. and you know, and then oh, around the mountain, around the mountain, it's just, it's just millions of acres of like swampy flatland. Like, you know, you got moose out there and there's, tr- there's trees, but like at times of the year, it's too wet to even walk. And some people have cabins out there that they only go to in the winter because they snowmobile to them in the summer. They're almost inaccessible. And, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's an amazing, amazing, uh, uh, place up here. Um, but yeah, the, if, if anyone has ever a chance to go do this airplane flight to Denali, do not, don't miss it. And it's worth every penny. Sweet. Hey man, well enjoy your last few days and, uh, looking forward to catching up after, well, I'll, I'll talk to you next week, but we'll see you on Thanksgiving day. Game. Yeah. Well, we'll talk next week unless, uh, unless, uh, your, unless your activities, uh, interrupt that, but can't wait to hear about, uh, the, uh, Plaza of Honor and we'll see how, how Hamilton fares against Montreal this week. Thank you.